All right, welcome to the Writer's Colony podcast. The Writer's Colony is a writer's residency founded by Mar Rocket Peel. It's a place to write, a place to belong, and a place to find your voice. I'm Ayana Anene, and I'm sitting here with Lauren Marissa Smith. Yes, those are all the names. <laughs> yes. I always think of you as a three-name person. I never say I Lauren it. Smith. That's, I intended that. You know by that, yes. all three. Yes. Um, so Lauren, you were part of our Winter 21 cohort. Could you please go ahead and just introduce yourself? I am Laura Marissa Smith. I am a writer, uh, a retired actor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm still recovering from that. Uh-huh. Um, and I'd say uh, um, a cultural thinker. Ooh, I like all those. Very specific. Can you tell us how did you learn about the Writers Colony? How did you get connected? What and and when you learned about it, what was it that you're like? Yes, that's that's for me. Um, you know, it was it. It's not something you can like apply for, right? Correct. Um, I had started um, my journey as an artist, really as an actor, and I came into screenwriting um, because I'd written a, a web series uh, and. I got into a writer's workshop um, with this black showrunner who has some of the same um, tenants as Mara. He wanted to put uh, more people of color and more women into writer's rooms. Um, and I did this workshop that was supposed to be two months and ended up being like a year. I wrote this script um, that I was like super proud of. Um, that was It was like very me. <laughs> it was about uh, a black woman who is a burlesque dancer in 1940s Harlem and she comes to be a queen pin numbers runner oh. <laughs> after her brother is murdered by the police and it causes this huge riot in 1940s Harlem. It's based on real events but I kind of interweaved some things and characters that I was interested in. It's basically um, if Josephine Baker was in the lead in Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's, that's Great logline and very great images. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I I got an agent from that and he started like putting that script like out into the Hollywood vortex of folks, right? And I met with Susie from uh, Story 27. Uh, and she was like, I like you. <laughs> I feel like you and Mara like get along. You should be in like the writer's colony. And it, I think there was still sort of like in its um, ideation phase uh, yeah. as, as far as like a concept. And I didn't r- really understand it either, but I was like, I want to be in with what they have going on. I just like the vibe and energy of what she was talking about. But she was like, when you're in LA, just let me know and then um, you can come by the office. And I was like, I'm not in LA yet. <laughs> like at that point, I still lived in Brooklyn. <laughs> and, um, but. Right, because you came right as you moved to LA. Like, well, what happened was I, I, I came to LA in July of 2021 um, to live here for a month to see if I could live in LA okay. because I'd only been here a couple times and I lived in New York for almost 15 years so and New York is like where I'm from so I was like that's, like that's my city if I'm gonna move across the country at least I want to like check it out first um, and then True. I got here and then I was like you know what fuck it I'm gonna move and so when I came back and I actually like lived here I emailed Susie like a couple times and I was like hey you told me to come back 
hey, you told me to come back. <laughs> and then she emailed me and she was like, you know what? We just had a reading for our first cohort and we want to do the second one. Do you want to be in it? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> and that was it. And then um, the rest is history, as I say. <laughs> yes. And a lot of the when we talk about you know voice we talk about things here but community is a huge part of the writer's yeah. colony and i think you had literally kind of fresh a move across yeah, country yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, from yeah. a place you lived 15 years all right. your adulthood plus from there can, how can you talk about like how being here how community impacted you specifically yeah um, having moved and yeah, it's really interesting i mean new york and la are very specific cities i think um <laughs> They're for like ambitious people and dreamers, I think, but, but they're mm -hmm. they're hard in different ways. Like to me, like New York is like a very physically hard place. It's just like inconvenient and like cold, <laughs> um, but it does have a lot of community and camaraderie there in a way that I think doesn't initially exist when you move to LA. Like I feel like it takes a lot more effort because you're not around people so much. It's, it's just not as dense. 100%. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think being here and being around like-minded people and black folks and just um, and, and people who are going for the same thing was really refreshing and heartwarming and I felt connected and it gave me like a jumping off point to just get into the work because I was like, at least I can, at least I can go there. <laughs> like, at least when I go there, it'll be like nice and safe and beautiful. And I could like do my work. Yeah. Um, so it, it was really this like cozy, warm blanket that I needed. Cause I, I don't think LA is like physically uh, difficult in the same way that New York is, but it is like emotionally, like a little tough. I'd say it could be a very mm. isolating place. And yeah. I did not, I did not feel isolated when I was here. I really, really enjoyed my time here, uh, in, even having access to like Mara and Susie and they were really generous with their time. Um, and then forming community with not only the people that were in my cohort, but the people who were in the previous cohort. And then I brought someone into the next cohort, my <laughs> homie from Harlem. Yeah. Um, you Shout know, out Rodney. Rodney, Rodney, look, <laughs> that's my guy. I've known him since, since high school. So anyway, just even that expansion, even you guys being open to that and even like listening to me about that. So it just made me feel like I had like a writing family, which was, I think, uh, like incomparable to um, anything I could have tried to create myself. Right. Yeah. And having not just like relationships with people, I mean, which is important for life, but with other writers who are on your same track, right. trying to do screenwriting, like that built in, I think that that's dope to hear. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, then we, and then forming a personal like friendship with them too, I, I like, had things at my house and I was like, y'all should come. I'm having a birthday party, y'all should come. Like, we should meet up for dinner. Like, we should really make an effort to like keep that connection, in my opinion. Because when I was an actor, those things come about very naturally. Because like, if you're in a play with somebody, that's like going to summer camp, it's sort of like built in for you. Mm -hmm. But writing also, in the way that LA can be, can also be isolate, <laughs> isolating, because it's like a solo sport. It's like, you know, playing tennis or something. Yeah. So I think you do have to make sure that you stay like connected to people. Because I don't, I don't want to create in like a bubble that, <laughs> myself with nobody ever there I was like no I want to play with other people too <laughs> <laughs> yes and I would love if you could describe a bit your writing process before you came to the writers colony and after if there were because we over our lunches you know we would talk about process we talk yeah. about 
Um, Mar would always talk about really figuring out what you're trying to say or taking the time, I guess. So yeah, yeah. did any, and some of those things I think land for some more than others, depending on what their process is yeah. and their way. So I was curious for you, like if you noticed things that you really like stuck to you and resonated with you. I think the thing that I took away the most was to trust myself. The things I liked that um, Mara had to say was just encouraging how it comes to you. So I had thought that like I would have this like, like you know the scientific method is like you have this process of how you do an experiment. Mm -hmm. I thought like I would like have that. Like I would have like a process and there would be this steps. Like this step one, step two, this step three. And when I would tell her uh, um, in those conversations like this is how it's sort of coming to me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She would just nurture that. And what I learned from that is whatever way it it comes through you, just let it happen. So like, for example, like let's say like I'm getting all of these thoughts, but they're sort of like scattered. I'm like, I see like Josephine Baker and there's like a train and then a man walks up. And so maybe I don't have it like all together. She would say something like, well, just record all that in your phone. <laughs> just get all that sort of down and like let right. that kind of like happen or whatever and then at one point I was like well I have the characters down and I I generally have the plot but like the flow is not is not is not working so she'd be like well maybe you do you think you need to like storyboard it or would you like to go back to the outline and I was like I think storyboard she was like go with that then mm -hmm. and so it was almost like you got this mm -hmm. <laughs> just here are some supportive tools to to move you in the direction that you're already already going like you're clear you're so clear. it just yeah it gave me um like i said support and confidence that like i i i know what i'm doing just like walk that path and but she did have some very specific things like the like the notes on the phone or um or, or giving us the board or you know stuff like that but mm -hmm. it, but but i think the overarching lesson was you got it because even when i went to write the next script the one that i wrote in here uh when i wasn't in the colony anymore and i did the rewrite of it i was trying to figure out how the heist was working and i was like i, I don't have it i don't i don't, I don't have it <laughs> and so i drew a picture of it <laughs> and that got me there and then i had to explain it to my friend um, and we like acted it out, like in my living room on the on the floor. And they <laughs> they were like, "Are we at the back wall? Or are we at the front wall?" And then like all of that came into the script, so then we knew it was like the front wall. It comes down the middle, clear, 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 clear. And then when I gave that script to everybody else, the one thing I wanted to know was were people confused about what was going in the heist and not one person was lost. Wow. Like like nobody said, I don't know what's happening, I'm not tracking it. It was like super clear, but it came to me that way and I let it kind of unfold because of what had happened here. So like trust your process. And yeah, just you lean into that and find yeah, out and it, ways and it doesn't always have to look like it, it's not cookie cutter like that. It's not it just should it doesn't have to look all the same cuz the stories cuz right now I'm writing different things. They're not all in the same like genre or pocket so it, it may it may look different how it unfolds i think yeah dope dope all right last question for you okay if you could have been in the writer's room of any tv show like which, ever in history of life <laughs> ever in history of life it could be right on right now it could be past <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> but if okay. you could have been in the writer's room of any tv show which would you choose and why oh my god that's like such a good question hmm A different world. <gasps> yes. A different world for sure. For oh, sure. that's one of my favorites. Yes. That's one of my favorite TV yes. shows of all time. <laughs> I think I might have chosen a different world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I almost who was in that room. 
who was in that room. Well, Gina they, was definitely, she started there. Susan Gina Prince-Bythewood. Gina Prince-Bythewood. Yes. Susan Fails Heels show yes. run it, yes. I think. And, the, and then Debbie Allen. Debbie Allen. Yeah. Like, and in some of my favorite episodes ever in television are on that TV show. There's mm-hmm. one line that's actually in Starlets that I took from an episode of A Different World. Really? Would you like to know about it? <laughs> I would love to know <laughs> Okay, <about> great. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's the Tupac episode <laughs> when yes. he comes back as Lena James's boyfriend. I remember. Pickle up. <laughs> I remember this. Yes. yes. <laughs> and... <laughs> He ends up punching her boyfriend Dorian in the face. So he has to apologize for that. He says, Lena, I'm sorry I socked your boyfriend in the eye. <laughs> and then they kinda of, they kinda of make up in the end outside of the pit. And then um and then she's like, You calling me bougie? Like, uh just like I'm just as down as I ever was. And he was like, Yeah, you straight, you just not like down with me anymore. And then he says the most sweetest romantic thing that I that I had to put in my script. I just I love it. He was like, maybe I'll be down to pick you up later on in life. It'd be like Ossie Davis and Ruby D. Uh, and my heart uh, melted onto the floor. Oh, I remember that in your paper. Yes, yes, maybe, maybe, yes, exactly. Yes. Maybe maybe I'll be down to pick you up later on in life. You'd be like. Ossie Davis and Ruby D. That's that priceless moment. <laughs> that was yeah. so beautiful to me. That was so beautiful. But they have so, so many pieces of that show that just like shaped who I am. Like I went to Spelman, the whole, the whole thing. Like I just love that show so much. I would have loved to be in that right And the, and the things that they were doing, it wasn't like preachy or messagey. They found a way to weave what was going on into black culture onto mm-hmm. a 30 minute comedy. It was just right. fucking brilliant. I just, I love that show so much. I love that show. I love that show. I love that show. And the, um, what do they call it? chemistry between the actors amazing off the chain yeah it was yeah, just yeah. like ron and Dwayne wade that yeah yeah, act, yeah like you felt it it was and, it was and i mean jasmine guy might as well have been lucille ball <laughs> i mean she was fucking crushing it <laughs> like Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne. like she was so funny to me she would say the most ridiculous things and then her juxtaposition with some of the other characters like I know why they put her and Dwayne together, but it was it was fantastic. And I mean, in the wedding episode, everyone loves that. Baby, please, oh <laughs> baby, gosh. please. I love that the sh- the shine they've been getting. I think it was twenty five year anniversary. Thirty or year, the thirty year, yeah, thirtieth. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The totally off topic, but the Breakfast Club interview with them. Uh, it's not off topic. That, I mean, that, they're TV legends. <laughs> yeah, the wedding was all. Ad lib, like it wasn't even that wasn't even a lot. Yeah, he was supposed to say something else, but he forgot his line, and they only did one take. He was supposed to say something else, and then she was like, "I will," and the preacher was like, "But to whom?" (laughs) And then Diane Carroll comes up and she said, "Just die, just die." (laughs) Hi, mom. (laughs) Oh, it's everything. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we could talk all day, but I want. It could have been. Thank you for taking a few minutes of your day anything else yes. you want to share about yourself anything else um about myself I, I, i'll share something about my experience here i'll say it was it is still really beautiful to me and it's just magical to me that something came out of mara's heart and it is it came to fruition and we are here in in, in living color uh in real life <laughs> and um 
really because of her dream, we get to dream bigger too. Mm. Wow, well said, well said. Thank you, Lauren. You're welcome.